my favorite part right there. Dim, 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 dim. Call to the booth. Week eight. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, keep it, keep it running. Keep it running. Keep it running. <laughs> Call to the booth week eight. Man. Remix. <laughs> I'm still mad. I'm still mad, Harrison. I'm still mad. I'm still upset, man. We went to Houston. We got looked at out there. And we could have won the game, but penalties killed us, man. North Dallas United. Man, it's playoff time though. So, hey, it's always good when you get to come back to work. You know what I'm saying? We got three days to get get ready for a team that we beat already in the playoffs, right? So, I'm still mad, man. The Houston trip ain't go how I wanted it to go. But, uh, hey, you know, Dallas going to brighten up my day. Was, was there, were there some Houston – were there Houston refs? Or they, did the refs come from San Antonio or Austin? Or I don't, And, look, I don't know where the refs came from, from Harrison, but – what I do know is we got inside the 15-yard line about three times, and we had three false starts every time we went. Now, these are kids, Harrison, seven years old. So so if a guy reset like a little bit, that's not a false start. That's just him just being seven. So, I mean, you could, you could call a hold and you could call a false start on every play. But if the referee's picking and choosing when they call those, I think it's something in the air, man. I don't know. But, hey, it's playoff time, man. We ain't worried about that. It is yeah. what it is. It is what it, it, is. Is, what it is. Move on. Straight uh, up. It's going to be a what fun show. we got sh- for the day. Yeah, it's going to be a fun show that we got today. We got Hall of Famer Andre Reid joined the okay. show. Broke down the Buffalo Bills and uh, the New England Patriots situation. Their matchup coming up this weekend. We also talked about the top wide receivers in the league. We delved into some of your history playing on the field. Uh, one of your more notable uh, altercations on the field. He, we peeled back <laughs> a little bit on that as well. You guys already know what I'm talking about. Uh, since we have a lot <laughs> going on in that interview, we might as well just get right to the juicy stuff uh, in this opening segment, the power rankings. And they are new uh, for this week. So let me go ahead and tell you what we got. New number, power rankings. We'll start they from look like? the bottom up. The Seahawks, who were number one, are now number five. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number four. Baltimore Ravens. Number three, the Chiefs, number two, which means that the Pittsburgh Steelers are number one. We'll reveal the no-fly zone rankings in our next fantasy football show, but the Steelers are number one in the power rankings. Explain. Man, they got a a pretty dominant win. I mean, look a little bit closer than it was, but it's a pretty dominant win against a, a, a dominant football team, man. So... They're the last undefeated team in the NFL. It's only right that they number one. And then what about, and then also to the Seahawks drop from number one to five. What did you yeah. see in that Sunday night football that match fresh, against the Cardinals? I think that fresh loss, I think, I honestly think uh, Seattle defense has been doing what it's been doing all year. And that offense has been doing what it's been doing all year. I think Kyler Murray and the, and the guys just, they caught a little fire at the end of the game. They, they caught the momentum at the end of the game and they was able to keep it, man. And, uh, they was able to come out with a win. But, uh, you know, that fresh loss, hey, at number five, I really don't think Seattle is the fifth best team in the league. But, you know, a fresh loss, you got to drop down, man, and, and there's some guys who deserve to move up. We're going to talk about the Antonio Brown signing. We're also going to talk about the OBJ injury as well. Uh, but with A.B., the Bucks now up to number four after a big win uh, in Las yep. Vegas. Uh, do you anticipate any other team? Who else? Who's Before we go into our Andre Reid interview, 
Can you do any other team or can you explain any other team that's on the outside peeking in? Uh, outside peeking in, we got the Packers right there. The Packers is right there. It, it was up between the Bucks. I was I was kind of, you know, going back and forth between the Bucks and the Packers. Who I want to put in there? The Bucks had the head-to-head win, so I went with the Bucks and put them in there, man. They had a big game against the Raiders, like you said. The Ravens had a bye week, man. A couple guys lose, you move up with the bye week. Uh, the Chiefs look crazy, man. They they had the little hiccup against the Raiders. But since then, I mean, they served Buffalo. They served the Broncos in dramatic fashion. And they look like they're ready to go. And uh, we talked about Seattle. We talked about Pittsburgh. So, man, I think uh, the Packers right outside of there. Tennessee still, they lost to a good football team. They right outside of there. And uh, maybe, maybe one or two teams I'm forgetting about. A.J. Brown looking like one of the better wide receivers. You might have picked him or Andre might have picked him in our wide receiver draft. And that's something that we'll do next with more Cole to the Booth. It's Andre Reid, the Hall of Famer, talking about a myriad of subjects. Week seven is in the books. And now it's time to review the tape and move on to week eight. And there's no better place to get in on all the action than DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer, and you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users a chance to earn a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up using the promo code BOOTH21. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. They do it all. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code BOOTH21 when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code BOOTH21 to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Man, it's always an honor, always a pleasure to have a Hall of Famer in our presence, man. So I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it, man. Andre, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How you guys doing today? Everybody's healthy? Healthy, healthy as possible. You know, you know how that go, though. But uh, yeah, appreciate yeah. you for coming on, man. Spending some time Thank with you. us, man. It's, it's always, it's always a pleasure to to pick a Hall of Famer's brain. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I appreciate. No, it's, I, I'm I'm uh, honored to be on your show. Uh, I've checked it out already. You guys do a great job, so uh, um, I'm honored to be here, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. you said you're in good health, but I know you in the past, you've been sick watching Andre play football, right? Yeah, I, I Andre, I grew up a Cowboys fan. And I remember, uh, one, I remember like, I was like six or seven. My, one of my, I was just going to say, you were like five years old. Yeah, one of my early <laughs> early memories, like I, I remember all the Super Bowls. We used to have Super Bowl parties when we was young. And I remember one Super Bowl, we like, I'm like, just stop him. And somebody was going ham. <laughs> You had like 150, you know what I'm saying? 10 catches, 150 or something. I was just mad. I was like, man, somebody stop him, man. Dang. I just remember a young football league begging the Cowboys secondary to stop Andre Reid, man. God, yeah. I tell you, those those times we played the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, they had, you know, they had Darren Woodson uh, who who come up and, and put you in the dirt. They had uh, 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 the corners. I think, who were the corners they had? They had uh, Larry Brown. Larry Brown. Larry Brown was one of the corners. Kevin Smith, uh, Dion. Dion. They had Kenny Gant. Kenny Gant. Uh, they, 
they had a pretty good squad, but their whole main focus was up front. They had a heck of a pass rush. Oh, yeah. Uh, they had Leon Lett. Russell, um, it was in Maryland up there. Yeah, they had they had a bunch of guys up there bringing heat, man, and mm -hmm. they were they were they were the best defense in football at that time, and and we had our work cut out. We couldn't turn the ball over, and that's just like any time you can't turn the ball over against a good team. And offensively, you know, Troy and Michael and and Emmett, you just couldn't do that, and we did that in those games, right. and we lost those games. But the big thing about that, people always tell me, you went to those Super Bowls, you lost, but we were there. People were watching us on TV. Right. And and the team that I played on, there's seven Hall of Famers from that team. Yeah, a bunch, so, of, so, bunch of great players. Yeah, I don't think that, you know, as the years go on, um, I'm never going to say, well, we lost. Yeah, that's the ultimate goal when you play this game is to, to win a championship. But I wouldn't have, wouldn't have want to have done it with any other guys than the guys I played with. And, you know, that's that's I'm going to hold that true the rest of my career, rest of my life. Right. And people now are telling me more about it and saying, you know, what you guys did will never be done before. You know, the Patriots last year had a chance to do it, uh, and they lost to the Titans to go to four straight. So uh, right. I kind of I kind of soften the blow when I say that, the four straight, because it's hard to go yeah, to definitely. one. You know that. Definitely, it's definitely. Hard. It's, it's, it's hard to go to one. It's hard to win one, man. And uh, yeah, for y'all to be as dominant as y'all was for them, them four straight years, man, that's, that's second to none, man. That was probably one of the most explosive offenses ever in the NFL history, man. So... Congrats on that, man. Yes, yes. Great guys, too, man. Good guys. Good guys to play with. Uh, Andre, it's going to be a pleasure to have you. Uh, for people who are listening or watching, we're going to go through a myriad of topics. We're going to actually include Andre in the Keeps A-plus matchups for week eight. We're also going to look at the Bills and uh, the Patriots matchup, big-time matchup for the AFC East. Uh, but And we're actually the one that I'm really excited for. We're going to do a top wide receiver draft. Akeem versus Andre, they're going to pick their top five wide receivers in draft format. And then maybe we'll put them head to head. Maybe these guys want a wager uh, between who might perform the best by the end of the season. We'll, we'll have some fun oh, with gosh. But, but <laughs> Before we get to that, uh, because we have you here, we might as well talk about some of the biggest news in the NFL. Uh, mm -hmm. As you digested the Antonio Brown signing to the Bucks on top of the injury to Chris Godwin, uh, what impact do you think that has on the Bucks? Obviously, we don't know the timetable on Chris Godwin's injury, but it is a dislocated index finger on his left hand, I believe. So uh, how do you factor that into the key if you can follow up right after? Well, if it's just an index finger, I think you can play. <laughs> uh, bottom line is that. You know what? Antonio Brown, I think uh, you're hoping he learned from all the things that he's done the past year and a half, two years. Uh, I think he deserves another chance just like anybody else. I mean, Des Bryant just signed with the, uh, with the Ravens, you know, in their practice squad. Uh, does he bring credibility? Absolutely. Uh, does he have the numbers? Absolutely. The thing is, is he going to be able to play within that system? And he played with Tom Brady, what, two, two games, a game with, with, with the Patriots a year or two ago. Yep. Um, so they do have some rapport. And Tom Brady can go down to the grocery store and bring a guy from the grocery store down there and play and make him an all pro. Easy. Uh, I know that. I know that's a funky uh, analogy, but that's what Tom Brady does. And I think, uh, and then being with Bruce Arians, you know, he played with Bruce in Pittsburgh. So those things really come into play with, with him coming to Tampa Bay. Um, he brings credibility. Like I said, is he going to be the same player he was in Pittsburgh? 
He hasn't played really football in a long time. Um, he's 32 now, 33. And as a receiver, you get to that age, you start most of the time you start doing this. And just like a defensive back and a keep, you know. Yep. And I put a keep in the same sentence with a guy like Daryl Revis, Darrell Revis, you know, that class. Uh Darrell at the end of his career went to Kansas City and just kind of just hung on a little bit. And one thing you can't do anything about is time. And time's going to catch up with you. And, you know, great players, uh, the time catches up with you and you're not the same player, but up here you are. And that's right. what he's going to bring. He's going to bring the knowledge. He's going to bring – and you got to account for him. Whether he's on the field or not, you're going to have to account for him. So I think it's a good move for Tampa Bay. Uh, they're scoring points now. It looks like Tom Brady is getting his swag back and getting his momentum, uh, regardless if Godwin's there. Mike Evans is a beast, uh, big receiver. And, uh, you know, with Fortinet, Fortinet in the backfield, I think, uh, and they got a good defense. So Tampa Bay is, is not the Tampa Bay of like five years ago. So it, I think AB is definitely going to be a, a factor on that team. Definitely. I, I agree with you, Andre. Uh, he might not be the AB of five years ago. Cause I mean, like you said, Tom, Tom do bring you down. That's ultimately the reason why I quit. I'm like, shit, I can't, I can't play. I can't move <laughs> yeah. how I used to move. Right. So it frustrated yeah. me a lot. So it made me yeah. not even want to play no more. But uh, if one thing I know about AB, you know what I'm saying? Being his partner, being his friend, knowing about him, you know what I'm saying? Knowing about his whole career, playing with him for his whole career in the NFL, I mean, but uh, he works so hard, man. He's a hard worker. He's worked so hard. hard. And if, and if, if you know anything about him, he got up, he got his own gym. He's been working. He's been working this whole time, man. So I expect yep. him to come out super explosive. And I think Tom did a lot of lobbying for him to come there, man. I think Tom is a big reason uh, why AB is there, man. So Tom on your side, Tom Brady on your side, they'll they're, they're figure out mm -hmm. a way to, to, to make sure he know the plays. Mm -hmm. And once you get AB in the game, man, he's AB. So... Yep. I expect him to do great things out in Tampa. Yeah, and Tom does this to players. Exactly. He raises the bar. Exactly. And once you're in the game with him, uh, it's like Elway, Marino, Kelly, all the guys that played during my era. When you get in the game with those guys, they expect this from you, regardless of who you are. Right. If you're if you're coming off the practice squad, if you're a first year guy or fifth year guy, so with those two it's going to raise the elevation of the whole team even more. They might score 55 points. Who knows? All right. And so the other big injury when it comes to the wideouts is Odell Beckham Jr. Torn ACL is going to be out for the year, could potentially impact how he performs next year if he gets on the field. The question I have for both of you guys is the OBJ, as we know him, as we've known him to be, is he ever coming back? Oh, I, There's no doubt about it. I think Odell is... You know, the three letters, OBJ, I think he's going to use that to be stronger because of what happened. To me, it's like, what happened in New York? Why isn't he still with the, with the Giants? That's, you know, all said and done. He gets to Cleveland. He has a pretty good year, I think, last year or the year before. Um, it's all about your quarterback. If you don't have the quarterback to get you the ball, you could be CBJ, LBJ. It doesn't matter. But... I think he'll be stronger next year. I think this is a, a setback. And I even texted him on, on Instagram that this is, just, this is just another part of your journey. You know, football is a journey. And once you're in it, 
you rely on your teammates. Uh, if you get hurt, your teammates are pick you up. Uh, you're not by yourself. But the big thing about him is, is, is what's going to be up here. Because if you tear your ACL, that is one of the injuries that when you come back is, okay, the first cut I make on that knee, what's going to happen? And if you look at a lot of guys that had, you know, that had ACL surgeries, they start getting injuries other places like their hamstrings and their calves and all that because they've been working so hard to get that, that knee stronger. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he performs or how he even comes back mentally because it's more of a mental game now than a physical game. I agree. Uh, no, oh, man, he's one of those guys just like A.B., man. Them guys, no matter what you see him doing on Instagram or no matter what you see him doing on Twitter or social media or whatever, just know those guys get up and they work every day, man. Them two are the hardest working guys who who, who I ever met, man. And, uh, and just getting a chance to play against, oh, man, it's it's – I think he I think he'd be perfectly fine. His mental, his confidence, his confidence is second to none, man. So yep. it's 2020. Uh they fixing ACLs like sprained ankles nowadays, man. <laughs> he'll get a nice, he'll get a great surgery, man. Yeah. He'll get some great rehab. And as long as he locked in, ready to go, I think he'll come back like Odell. And, and it's one thing I know about, oh man, he, he like you said, his pride is second to none. You know what I'm saying? His confidence is second to none. So yep. hey. Some things happen for a reason, man. You, you don't be surprised if O come out and had the best year he had in a long time. All right. A couple of years ago, you had a little thing with Crabtree. Yeah. Okay. I want to know if you got any of that chain. If any of the chain fell on the field, did you like try to pick some of that up? And what was the beef with you and Crabtree over the years that you played in Denver with him? Uh... So yeah, I had to had to smoke with crab, and uh, I don't have none of the chain. I I I, I pulled it the first time, boom, and you it broke. Grabbed it and took it like this. No, I tried, <laughs> I tried, boom, but it broke like right where my hand was. So it kind of right. did like this. So right. I broke straight down through it. You know what I'm saying? I had a nice little plan for it too. I was gonna do something, <laughs> but I'm telling you, look, it broke. So I thought I had it in my hand, so I got about almost to the sideline. I looked, I'm like, damn, I don't got it. Then I, on the replay, I kind of see it still hanging around his neck. The second time, I snatched it. I had it in my hand, but he blocked me for 15 extra more seconds. I didn't end up dropping the chain and just getting to the oh, fight. You man. know what I'm saying? So I had it, but I didn't, I didn't drop it and got to the fight the second time. So I don't have none of the chain. And I say the animosity is still from, you know, both of us being from Dallas. We both know each other from Dallas. Right. And See, people don't know that. They yeah, don't see, people that don't know that. that. We both from Dallas. You know what I'm saying he from the South. I'm from the North, and uh, you know this. You know we talk noise. That you sorry, but we'll get catch the ball and what. But his noise talking was a little bit different, man. It was when I see you back in the city, I'm a beep beep. I'm a beep. I'm a. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. He's gonna run you off the road. Yeah, like, hold on, bro. I'm like, I really be outside in the city. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I be outside out here, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't really know about that. You know what I'm saying? So that's where it really came from. Like, the yeah. noise talking was elevated, in my opinion. It, was, it wasn't just football talk. It was a lot of calling you out your per name talk. So I think that like elevated. Personal. Like personal. Personal. It was, it was a little more personal. And I think it came from us just knowing each other around the city. As right, well, so. right, 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 right. There you go. But why would he wear, first of all, and again, last thing, why would he wear a chain like that under his uniform anyway? It looked like it weighed like 40 pounds. 
Hey, I don't, I don't know. I, hey, Why would you wear that? That's no. his swag, man. You know, yeah, that, that, that's you know how to why you know how y'all be Andre. That's y'all thing, man. Y'all, you know how y'all be Andre. Oh, <laughs> hey, hold up. When I hey, when I came in 1985, I ain't had the money to buy no chain like that. <laughs> Straight up. Straight and, up. And that wasn't my that wasn't my style anyway. So you know, I, I understand that, but you yeah. know, I was just happy to be out there, chain or not. So I feel was, that. Hey, that was yeah, his style but, though, man. You know, he got the ball in with Derek Carter, was making plays and stuff, man. So you know, you know, you got the feeling itself. You wanted to. Wear a little jewelry out there. Akeem, are you going to tell us the plan for the chain? Oh, well, I was going to put it on Instagram. I had a new little dog watch my 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 big pit. He like <laughs> that's my big pit, right? He was a baby then, so I was gonna I was gonna put it on him. You know what I'm <laughs> Welcome on the Instagram with the little new chain on. Action! Who gave you that chain? I'm saying. See if I get a bark out of him, you know what I'm saying? Hey, well, you gonna put a, you, he was going to put a medallion on it that said MC. <laughs> 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 it was all funny, in fun man. though. Funny. It was all it was all in fun though, man. Entertainment, baby. We at the end of the day, we work in entertainment, right? So I'm just trying to yeah. entertain my fans. Yeah. I loved it. I had to hey, I taped that. I had to play that back a few times. <laughs> <laughs> but Andre, I can't I can't stop looking at the at the at the uh what they call it in the Hall of Fame? The the the, 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 the Hall of Fame bus. The bus. I can't stop looking at the bus, man. Just uh, congratulations, first of all. Thank you. So, Thank you. Uh, it took me nine years to get into the hall, but you know that wasn't up to me. Right. Um, you know I think uh, patience is a virtue in life. We got to learn that, and um, you know it happened for a reason. And there was a time where I didn't think it was going to happen, but it wasn't up to me. Would you say that's your that's your biggest accomplishment as like an NFL player? It's making it. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, you know, once you 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 get that. There's nothing in our game that's higher than that. Nothing. Uh, would I love to win a Super Bowl? For sure. Um, I think uh, that just would have been the icing on the cake. But uh, there was a lot of people involved in my career from 6 to 37 years old. Somebody said something to me. Somebody patted me on the back. Somebody hit me in the head. Uh, those people are so important to me. And that bust and the jacket and the ring, that yeah. all stands for all those people. Yeah, definitely. I, me, look, when I retired, Andre, I'm like, man, I was finished year 12. I'm like, can I go to the Hall of Fame playing 12 years? <laughs> I'm like, man, I need five more. Five more years, I had 10 more interceptions, and then my numbers just, I look at, I, you know, I, I didn't Google the Hall of Fame way, way more times than I should have. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I got all kind of notes in my phone about the DBs and the Hall of Fame, all kind of shit, right, Andre? So I'm like, man, all the guys who went is play 15 and 16 and 17 and and yeah. all those kind of crazy years. But I'm like, man, the game is changing. I don't even know if can the DB play that long anymore, man. Yeah. yeah. Like the speed of the game is changing so much. I don't even know if like if a DB will be able to play 17 or or 16 years still in this game, man. So I, I didn't want to be the guy who like was here. I, I'm I'm pushing it and now I'm trash and I'm getting roasted. I didn't want to end like that. But at the same time, I'm like, man, this Hall of Fame dream gotta be 14 years. So it was like, that was one of my biggest, biggest things going across my mind as I as I chose to retire. But at the end of the day, I was like, man, turn this project in, man. And hey, here's stats, here's some stats for you. 25,000, 30,000 plus players, coaches, contributors, NFL ever had in a hundred years. 
out of those 25,000, 30,000 guys, 338 are Hall of Famers. Real spill. <laughs> and 180 guys are alive. It's hard out here, man. 26 Hall of Famers. 26 Hall of Fame receivers. Sometimes I crunch the numbers and I look at those numbers sometimes and I am just overwhelmed. Oh, yeah, for years, you know. Hey, you should have been first. You should have been second. The thing about it is, is it doesn't matter if you're first or second. When you get when you get in the hall, you're in the same room with Jim Brown. Right. You ain't, you're not in your own space over there. You're in the same room with the greats of the game. And when it keeps up, he'll be on the ballot. But it's going to be the guy in Denver. It's going to be the guy with the Rams. It's going to be the guy. Uh, what's the last thing you played with? The Rams. The Rams. Denver. The Patriots. Bucks. Patriots. All these, all these voters and writers of those teams are going to be talking on your behalf. Right. So right now, you need to get with those guys. Yeah, yeah. Start talking <laughs> to those guys. And to be honest, Andre, I'm get like, on your podcast. Hell yeah. Look, <laughs> and, and to be honest, look, ever since I got to New England, I kind of learned the game. I'm like, okay, so it's all pro voters. It's all, it's Hall of Fame voters. So I always figured out who those guys was, Andre. And I yeah. treated them great. <laughs> I treated them great around that locker room, man. Oh, yeah, I, they, got the, they got the final vote. They oh, do. definitely, definitely. I treated them guys great. I knew who they was. I figured out who they were. And I treated them great. And, uh. And just how much do I think about it? I think about it a lot, man. Uh, it's like Andre said, that's why I asked him was like, that's the, is that the biggest accomplishment you had? Because for me, before I even played a down of football, I wanted to go to the NFL. I wanted to be rich. I wanted to win a Super Bowl and I wanted to go to the Hall of Fame. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was, that was like my icing on the cake. If I go to the Hall of Fame, that means I did what I was supposed to do as an mm -hmm. NFL player, man. So it's just, it's just that dream is, it's, it's, it's I think about it once a week to answer that question, Harrison. I think about it <laughs> once a week. week. I go, I go through my notes, right? I'm doing podcasts, so I take a bunch of notes now. Your notes, you know, you got the main notes, so you can scroll down and see. I always got that Hall of Fame. <laughs> I always <laughs> click on it and just check it out a little bit. All right, let me go back to work and get out of it and go back to whatever I'm doing. But man, I think about it so much, man, because as a successful NFL player. You want to see how you looked at, man. You want to see, I'm saying, where do I rank amongst these guys? And, man, that's just the ultimate the ultimate win as, a, as an individual, you know what I'm saying, for the name on the back mm -hmm. of your jersey. That's the ultimate yeah. win of being named a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Let's touch on the wide receiver draft that we had talked about earlier in the show. Uh, Andre, you've been watching the game. Akeem, you're watching the game, obviously, just in the league. So, uh, who wants to take, since Andre's the guest, you want to give him the first pick? Andre the guest, you gotta have the first pick, baby. You go ahead. Okay. So let's give Andre the first pick, and then to spice it up a little bit, because he gets the first pick, you get the first quarterback. We'll just pick one quarterback at the end. Is that fair? Okay. That fair? You got it. Okay, all right. So, uh, with the first pick in the wide receiver draft, team Andre Reid takes? I'm gonna take Julio Jones. He's just been consistent his whole career. Uh, big play guy, can run after the catch. Uh, goes for, I mean, great at the deep ball. Um, tough, uh, does across the middle, does all that stuff. I just think he is a complete receiver. Good at the line of scrimmage. Uh, can, you know, goes for the one-on-one -on -one balls. He's, he's just a 
He's just a beast out there. Akeem, who are you taking with your first pick? First pick of my draft. And I'm would you have taken Julio? I wouldn't have took Julio. I'm 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 still got my number one pick. I'm taking DK Metcalf, man. I'm taking Ooh. a young rising star. Dude, I just was, uh, he was gonna be my second guy. <laughs> hey, he, he is a rising star, man. He uh he'll be he'll be the he'll be the highest ranked receiver on Madden soon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Got, so, and I think I think the Seahawks are gonna do some damage this year in them playoffs. So, you know, you really get your your name made in that postseason. So I think yeah. DK, DK is gonna get get with that business this year. I tell you, when I saw him, yeah, when I saw him run down old boy the other night, ooh. Man, it's it's just little stuff like that, man. You know what I'm saying? Total package. Total so package. Let's do snake draft format. So that means Akiba to get the first pick in round two. Andre would get the next pick. So Akiba, who you got for your oh. next pick? Oh, I got my next pick already? Oh, I'm going to yeah, go. Yeah, we uh, do the snake draft. Snake draft. Okay. And, and this is for the rest of this season too, right? This yes. Is what, what we think going to happen for the rest of this season. I'm going to take uh, Devontae Adams, number two. Ooh. Because, I mean, he, hey, super quick. And then he then he got a Hall of Fame quarterback throwing him the ball. And uh, his 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 ability ability to create separation is second to none, man. So I'm going Devontae Adams, number two. Yeah, I, yeah, I, actually, yeah I actually was going to, you know, pick him too. Because he's just a uh, great route runner. Mm -hmm. he's, he's a heck of a route runner. Um, let's see, who can I go with? Uh, uh, I, I was... I was gonna say Juju, but nah, I'm gonna go. Oh man, I'm gonna go. Well, I gotta go with my boy Stephon Diggs. Yeah. So I, I think, uh, you know, great at the deep ball, um, runs routes well, uh, very, very, very savvy within the numbers. Uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Stephon, and that's not being biased because he plays for the Bills. So. And just a, just a little bit. That's just a little bit. <laughs> just really a little know. bit, maybe. <laughs> We're, we're gonna, so Andre, with the snake draft, that, that lets you take this next pick too. So you've already taken uh, Julio Jones and Stefan Diggs. I already, I have an idea of who Akeem is gonna take if you don't I, take him I down. I he doesn't pick this one. Maybe he does. Okay, I'm gonna go, go. I'm gonna go D-Hop. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go I thought that was coming. I mean, Dev, that's, a great coming. that's a great trifecta there. You know, D-Hop is, he's not the fastest guy. He's, he's smart. The boy can catch, you know, he can catch a a, a needle in a in a snowstorm. Yeah. Uh, he is just 50-50 balls he usually comes up with, but he makes incredible catches, probably the best hands in the league. And he just goes out and does his job. All the time. And you got it, you definitely gotta count for him, uh, double team him, whatever, and it still seems like he gets the ball. So D Hop would be my trifecta right there. Definitely. Uh, number three for me, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Tyreek Hill, man. I'm gonna take Tyreek Hill. That's my speed demon on the outside, man. We don't got to worry about him going up top. He got a great quarterback throwing on the rock. Uh, he's always productive too. He on my fantasy team, man. He scored 18 points a game <laughs> or more. So that means you always productive, man. You always got 80 yards and a touchdown, man. And if you really go yeah. ham, it's it's 150 yards and two touchdowns. So, man. I think if I think if 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 any receiver we just picked was to have their best game, I think Tyreek Hill should be right up there with everybody's man. Uh, you know, guard yeah. number four, man. He's one of the tougher covers that I ever had to guard. So, man, I'm going number three, Tyreek Hill. 
Okay. So I'm going to recap real quick. Uh, Andre took Julio Jones. Akeem came back with DK Metcalf and followed that up with Devontae Adams. Uh, Andre then took Stefan Diggs, then DeAndre Hopkins. Akeem, you took Tyreek Hill. Akeem, you got now it's snake draft format, so you got the next pick too. It's on me? Yep. Okay, let's go. Hmm. I'm going to go. I'm going to go number four. I'm going to go Mike Evans. Just oh, I think, man, my, dude, hey, there we go. <laughs> That's how you know. That's how you know it's a great pick right there. You bad, man. You That's bad, how you man. know it's a great pick. I'm going to go Mike Evans because uh, I think he gets all the doubles. He gets all the number one guys. He gets all the help right now. But with uh, with with, with Grant, you know, coming along, with, with A.B. coming over there, God, when I can't see him being out too long with a, with a pointer finger, a money at the max, so he'll be back. Uh, week 11, 12 for that second, that last part of the season, God wouldn't be back. So I just see, I see Evans getting one-on-ones and Evans one-on-one is a nightmare, brother. It's nightmare. It's a nightmare if he one-on-one deep balls, even the routes underneath his routes, not the best, but he got Tom Brady throwing the ball. He can run them good enough and he can catch and run and break tackles. So I'm gonna go Mike Evans. All right, Andre, you got the next two. These are your last two. Oh man. Let me see. I just had, I just had one in my mind here. Uh, I mean, I, I was gonna say Michael Thomas, but he's he's been hurt uh, with the Saints um, because he's just productive. I mean, what does he get? 10, 12, 13 targets a game. He coming, he coming back though, Andre. He might want to take. Yeah, him. but he's coming back. Got that, he got that ankle. Uh, you know, you know, Drew is gonna get him a rock if he's got if both his feet are going the same way. He's gonna throw it to him. Uh, so I guess uh, I guess I'll, I'll take Mike uh, Mike Michael Thomas. Hey, if you if you wouldn't have took him, I would have took him. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got one, and then you got one more, Andre. I got you one got more. Back to, oh, yeah, you got back to back picks. Uh, let's go with. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go Amari Cooper. Okay. Amari Cooper, great route runner. Uh, I have. I tell you, the dude, the dude can stop on a dime and give you change. Yes, sir. He can give you five pennies and a nickel. How you like that one, Keith? That's a good I one. I love it. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. He can go, here's your change. Um, <laughs> I just think he's, between him and Devontae Adams, those probably two best route runners inside the numbers. Um, double moves, all that stuff. And they come out their cuts like it's, you know, like they're putting butter on the bread. Yes, sir. Um, so they're they're very savvy in there. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Amari because he's, he's just a great route runner. And he catches me. Got great hands too. Hey Andre, you got bars. Hey, you like that stop on the dime and give you change. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, that's a hey, that's an old school term, y'all. Yeah, it is. I, I heard I heard it a couple of times from some, some of my OGs in the league. Yeah, that's an old school, um, man. That's old school. Okay, so, Akeem, wrap up, wrap up the draft. Who you taking? Last pick of the draft. Now again, we're talking about finishing out this year, right? The, who we yes. think going to finish out this year with the numbers, right? That's what this draft is based on. So, uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go A.J. Brown, man. I'm going to go Brown from Tennessee. Ooh. Just just because just it's so explosive, man. It's it's a it's a 70-yard tub last week. Then before that, it's a 40-yard tub this week. And, man, with, with, with Derrick Henry in that backfield, you got to keep eight in the box. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you got to keep you got to keep that extra guy in the box, so man, it's 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 always a one on one. He'll he'll one break tackle away from it being a seventy yard touchdown, man. Who are you taking for your quarterback? 
I'm Patty taking Breeze. I'm taking Patty Mahomes, boy. Okay. Settled. Done <laughs> and done. Done and done. Young school right, eight. So. See, it just goes to show you, old school. <laughs> Young school. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Straight up, man. Yeah. Now you guys come to call to the booth for fantasy football advice. Allow us to give you some men's grooming advice as well. This show is supported by Manscaped, the best in men's below the waist grooming. If you care about your family jewels, you need to holler at them. Akeem, tell them why. Man, now, now, now wifey is the advocate of me being part of the no-fly zone, right? But she do not do the no-fly zone below the belt, man. So I am, I do have, I do have a Manscaped product. And I'm always cool below the belt, Harrison. But since the lawnmower 3.0, I think I'm becoming an advocate of my grooming below the belt, man. So my wife love it. Uh, guys, you'll love it. Uh, tell them the details, Harrison. No, nah, no, nah, for sure. Well, we don't want to just be up to par. We want to be Hall of Fame level around here. Yes, so let's sir. just give. So let's just give them the details and let's just keep it a buck because that's what we do here. You don't want your balls to be smelling. Right. You don't want your balls to have hair on them. Right. Exactly. Holla at Manscaped to get the lawnmower 3.0, has 90 minute battery life, USB charged, and you can use it in the shower and it has a light on it. So even you can get those spots where you really don't think you can get, you can get them now. All you gotta do is holla at Manscaped, get the lawnmower 3.0, comes with the whole package of all other things that you need to make sure that your jewels are Hall of Fame level. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code NOFLYZONE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code NOFLYZONE. Your balls will thank you. All right, almost time to go home. Call to the booth, Akeem Tlaib, Harrison Sanford. Before we do that, we got to preview the Thursday night football game. And I know, I know a lot of fantasy football players are happy that Christian McCaffrey could potentially be playing. People who own Mike Davis, not so happy. Let's get into mm -hmm. this Thursday night football matchup. The Atlanta Falcons, who can't find a way to win a game, even when they do things like score in the last minute of a game, unfortunately. Uh, they will be going, they're traveling to take on the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the Panthers are minus three, uh, over under at 49. First of all, first of all, before we talk about that, I know you got a feel for Todd Gurley. He did the, he tried to do the right thing. I mean, end of the day, yeah. it's not his fault the defense can't stop him. And and if you know Todd Gurley, man, he's like the situational master, man. It's like Sean used to call on him in team meetings, like, "Hey, Todd, what are we trying to do in this situation?" Boop, Todd gonna answer it. He's like, and then you see in the games with Sean McVay and the Rams, at the end of games, man, you see TG busting for forty, sliding down, getting down. It's, and you could tell he was it was it was on his mind. It was like man, just you know, get to the one, get down. But he broke through that tackle and that momentum took him about two yards too much. And I think he tried to do the right thing, man. He tried to do the right thing. He knew exactly what the right thing was. He a big body though, man. He ran through that tackle and that momentum just took him a little further than he wanted it to take him. Yeah, it's unfortunate that that defense couldn't hold up uh, Matthew Stafford yeah. throwing for that game when they touched down. Uh, so real quick, let's talk about this game. Two teams. Uh, Atlanta looks to be potentially out of the, the playoff race. Uh, the yeah. Panthers with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback can do that. By the way, you were right about DJ Moore having a good game in, that, in their last matchup. He definitely uh, had more fantasy points, at least, uh, than Robbie Anderson. Thank you for that. And with that being said, 
Panthers are minus three, 49 under, under, over, under. What you got? Uh, I like it to go under. These Thursday night games have been low scoring. They've been lower. They've been under. And uh, I'm going to ride with the Panthers, man. The, the, the Falcons having trouble winning games. It's minus three. Uh, the Panthers didn't play bad football against the Saints last week. But uh, Atlanta didn't either. But uh, I'm going to ride with I'm gonna ride with the Panthers. You know what I'm saying? I think they're going to have a nice little spark. Uh, McCaffrey is back. They got a two-headed monster in that backfield right now. So, I mean, I think they, I think they win by more than three. But I think it's, you know, a, a, a 24 to 10 game like that, something like that. So, and then the, the, the Falcons offense been hit or miss, man. They'd, they'd be pretty good. Then they'd be not so good. So, I just think this is a not so good week for them, man, division opponent. Uh, I'm going to go Panthers, cover the spread with the under. Bet. I'm, I'm all with that. Uh, so, good luck to you guys in your Thursday night football picks. Uh, we'll come back with our fantasy football show Thursday on audio, Friday on video, and you'll be able to break down all your top matchups. You'll be able to look at some DFS lineups. And because we didn't, it, we weren't able to get it in today, we'll get it in it for our fantasy show. Akib is going to take a sneak peek on how he would fix the Dallas Cowboys, who have a myriad of yes, problems sir. going on right now. Uh, any last? I got them. <laughs> you got you got them covered. I got them covered. Okay. Uh, how far are you from? You're not too far from where they play, right? You're like what? No, nah, I'm I'm around the corner. You know, I mean, I'm in the big neighborhoods. You nah. know, around the corner. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll slip in your blueprint under the under the door. Just like, hey, Jerry, <laughs> is that what you gotta do? <laughs> All right, uh, guys. Uh, see you next time. And keep any last words? Hey, subscribe, rate, and review at Call to the Booth on social media. We'll see y'all on Friday.